Show us a sign that your God exists. Good morning, Christian America. That's what the Pharisees are asking Jesus about this morning. How many times over the last, I don't know, 2,000 years, maybe 4,000 years, through the history of Scripture, have the non-believers, have the unbelievers, have the atheists and agnostics become antagonistic and ask that same old tired question. If there's a God, then show me where he's at. Give me a sign. How many times maybe have we asked that ourselves, asked for God to show us a sign? Well, today in, in today's passage through scripture, Jesus addresses that very argument. So let's listen to what he has to say and then we'll discuss. Good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you on a glorious Wednesday morning as we come to you every Wednesday morning to give you a, a tidbit of education, a little, a little sprinkling of knowledge of Scripture. We're, we're covering the New Testament. We're in the book of Matthew. We're going section by section, not chapter by chapter because the chapters sometimes can be very consuming. So we go smaller than that. Give us time to dwell and think and speak on some of these passages in Scripture. Today we're going to cover Matthew chapter 12, starting at verse 38. If you recall from the previous weeks, Christ is uh, teaching his followers and he's developing a following. But now the Pharisees are getting involved. They're getting scared. They're getting worried because they don't know who Christ. They don't know who Jesus is, and they're skeptical. And they're antagonistic towards him. And so he's performing miracles. And the Pharisees are saying he's doing it by the power of Beelzebub. He's doing good works on the Sabbath. Healing people. And the Pharisees are saying he's breaking their tradition. And each time they challenge Christ, he has an answer for them. And so this week, he's talk, they ask him for a sign from God. To prove that he exists and that... The, the God that Jesus is talking about exists. How many times have we come across that ourselves? How many times maybe have we asked that ourselves? God, if you are here, if you're listening to me, if you want me to do this, show me something. Show me a sign. Show me a sign that I'm on the right path. Show me a sign that I'm doing the right thing. Show me a sign if you want me to take this job or if you want me to marry this woman or you want me to, to do this thing that I, that, that, that's calling on my heart. How many times have we asked ourselves, but, but more times than not, someone cynical is asking this question, and that's what's going on right now. That's what's going on right now in our own lives. In 2019, as we have people that, that criticize and mock and ostracize Christian Americans, they demonize Christianity in general. They call us names. But we've been here before. And we'll continue to be here before, but it's imperative that Christian Americans stand up for what we believe. Just like Christ is going to show us today on, on how he stood up to this same pressure from the quote-unquote leadership. So if you turn to your, uh, to your Bibles in Matthew chapter 12, verse 38, the Pharisees come uh, to Jesus and they say, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. They don't believe who he is, who he says he is. 
So they say, we want to see a sign from you. And he answers, a wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign. So when you hear that in 2019, when you hear that to your neighbor, from your neighbors, when you hear that from these skeptics, and when you think about testing God by asking the same question yourself, remember that he says, a wicked and adulterous generation asked for a sign. But none will be given and accept the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So Jesus is, is saying, you're going to see a sign. You're going to see a sign so great that you've never seen before. You think, because it, the, he's speaking to the Jewish leadership, and the Jewish leadership is understands and has read the, the, the story of Jonah. And for those of you who don't know, the Lord spoke to Jonah in the book of Jonah, and the Lord wanted Jonah to go to Nineveh and tell him to repent because they're, they're doing wicked stuff. They're turning away from God, and, and if they don't correct themselves, God's going to punish them, the entire lot of them, the entire region of Nineveh. Jonah doesn't want to do it. Jonah says, ah, you know, they're not going to listen to me. I'm not going to do that. So he catches, so he runs away from God's commandment. And he finds a boat and he gets on the boat. And so, you know, I think they're going to, to Joppa. And he's on a boat sailing in the opposite direction. Well, God sends a, a, a swift wind and a storm comes at him. And the, and the guys on the boat, you know, the crew on the boat, Understand that this isn't a normal storm. God has brought this on us. Why has he brought this on us? And they figure out that because it's Jonah. And Jonah gets tossed over sea, over, over, over the uh, overboard. And he's lost in the sea. And he's swallowed up by a huge fish. Some equate it to a whale, but scripture calls it a fish. And he's in the fish, in the belly of the fish for three days. And finally, he, you know, he's calling out to God and God delivers him and the fish you know, spits him back up and he washes ashore and he goes to Nineveh and he tells the people of Nineveh that the Lord is going to crush you unless you turn away, unless you repent and you do right. And the people and the king of Nineveh listen to Jonah. Okay? They listen to Jonah. So much so that the, that the king, you know, tears off his royal robes and covers himself with a sackcloth from the least to the greatest it says and they sit down in the dust they issue a proclamation and say all these people everyone is going to fast and we're going to turn back towards Christ or turn back towards God and they're spared oh oh wouldn't it be nice for America to do that today wouldn't it be nice for the leaders in America to understand that we've gone the wrong direction, that we've turned ourselves away from God, that we've turned ourselves away from his teaching, that we've mocked him and we're testing him when we should be obeying him and loving him. And from greatest to least, seek him and repent and fast for him. Wouldn't that be great in 2019? Wouldn't that be great for this country? Couldn't that galvanize and bring us together 
in one big, faithful country. Wouldn't that be great if we had somebody to do that? But nonetheless, that's what Jesus is referencing here. He says, the men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment of this generation and condemn it. See, Nineveh turned away, or it turned back towards Christ. But this generation, if it doesn't, the men of Nineveh got the upper hand. They got the more high ground. They're the ones who turned. They were veering the wrong direction, and they turned back towards Christ. They learned from their mistakes. They listened to God's messenger. What are we going to do? If we don't listen to God's messengers, if we don't listen to God's commandments, if we don't listen to God's revelation in Scripture, the people of Nineveh are going to stand over us and condemn us not what I'm saying. It's what Christ says. It's what Jesus says. He said, for they repented at the preachings of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here. Right? So, you know, they repented when Jonah came to him. Here we have Jesus coming to him, the Son of Man. God made flesh. We know the truth. And we still won't turn back towards Christ? We still won't turn back towards God's commandments? Would, would something far greater than Jonah, someone far greater than Jonah showed up to teach us and give us these words? He goes on to say, the queen of the south will rise at the judgment of this generation and condemn it. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And now something greater than Solomon is here. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through an, through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. And when it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order. Then it goes out, takes with it seven other spirits, more wicked than itself. And they go in and live there and the final condition and the final condition of that person is worse than the first that is how it will be with this wicked generation so there's a there's a phrase you know that you can't turn uh, a good person uh, what is it, what, what's it, you can't turn a bad person good uh, but when a good person's turned bad they've turned forever right when, when you start off trying to do right and you're living your life right right you think you're on the good path you think you're on a good course and you get introduced to the wrong crowd you get introduced to wickedness you get introduced to the temptations that maybe you weren't introduced to before it changes you and it's extremely hard to go back the other way because if you do go back the other way you know, awesome. But if you can't stay on the straight and narrow after have tasted that temptation, if you can't stay on the, on, on the straight and narrow, if you go back to doing wickedness, if you go back to that temptation, if you go back to that lifestyle, you're gonna go, it's gonna be stronger than ever. People that have, that have smoked, quit for a time, and then gone back to smoking, you almost never, quit again. Once you quit, 
and you and you're doing the right things and you and re, you revert back to that wicked behavior you re, revert back to that temptatious behavior you almost it's worse than when you were uh, when you did it the first time same thing with alcohol people that get introduced to, to alcohol they drink and, and and maybe they go too far if you recognize it I drink too much and I shouldn't be doing this I'm getting drunk and I'm not supposed to and you and, and so you sober up you clean up you have to stay on that you have to stay on that wagon you have to stay on that way you have to keep trying you can't go back to your old ways because when you go back to your old ways it's like you go even it, it multiplies that temptation multiplies it that, that that evil spirit in here in, in, in what Jesus is talking about right now it multiplies it manifests in you and it's even harder to get back on the right track after that verse uh, 46 goes on and says while Jesus was talking to the crowd his mother and his brother stood out stood outside wanting to speak to him someone told him your mother and your brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you and Jesus reply replied to him who is my mother who are my brothers pointing to his disciples he said here are my mother and brothers for who, whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother so if you listen to the podcast on Monday we specifically talked about being an encouragement towards others doing the right thing in a community and a fellowship of one another Jesus is saying that if you want in this passage if you want to be my brother and my sister you're going to be my mother then you got to do my father's will you got to live right you got to live righteous you got to follow his commandments and if you stray from his commandments my goodness read scripture here read scripture here and get back on the right track because if you don't you're going to be lost you're going to be lost and you wait for condemnation over those who were lost and then found and stayed the course and it's not easy it's not easy to stay the course so you need your brothers and your sisters to encourage you to inspire you to help you to mentor you to lead you in the right direction a real-world example of how to try to live your life the ultimate example is Christ in these pages but sometimes it's hard to read these pages and apply them to your life without a concrete example that's why it's important that we fellowship that's why Monday's podcast was about encouragement of brothers and sisters in Christ that's what the Christian American community is all about that's what the Christian American t-shirt company is all about so that when you spot a Christian American by the shirt that they have on their back and the fruit that they produce in this country in this society in this community you can recognize it from a distance and you can develop a relationship that is encouraging in the right direction that is encouraging in Christ that is encouraging in the 
foundation of our civilization because we know the truth. But it's hard to live out the truth if we don't have someone to our left and to our right who understands the struggles that we are going through. That's why prayer is so important. That one-on-one -on -one time with Christ. That's why fellowship is so important. That one-on-one -on -one time for those friends and family in Christ that are looking after one another, that are encouraging one another, that are inspiring one another. That's why it's so important that podcasts like this, you, turn, you tune into, that you listen to, that you pay attention, that you look at the content, not just of the Christian American community, but of anyone, any good Christocentric organization, business, ministry, pastoral organization, talk show, podcast, content provider, you name it, doesn't matter. But if they're focused on Christ, we support them. This isn't a competition. We are not in competition with any Christian American organization. We are in support of any Christian, Christian American organization that centers themselves and their community and their organization around Christ, around the love of this country. The most two important factors in our society today. That's what we believe. That's why this organization exists. And we encourage you to participate in this organization, in this community, the community of people who put Christ at the forefront of their lives and love this country and want to see this country turn back towards Christ as the people of Nineveh turn back towards God off the advice and the and the uh, prophecy of, of Jonah. If we could do that, this country, as great as it is, will be even greater. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to the aforementioned ChristianAmericanTees.com. If you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up a Christian, Christian American tea tank, sweatshirt, hoodie, tote bag, iPhone case, coffee mug and a variety of other items that's christian american tees all one word.com pick yourself up some christian american gear and be the salt of the world be the light that draws people in towards christ and you can do that when you throw a crisp comfy cool yet firm Christian American tea on your back and show that you put Christ at the forefront of your life and that you love this country. You can also contribute to the Christian American community by being a part of the dialogue. You be, and you're a part of the dialogue when you go to our YouTube channel and subscribe to the Good Morning Christian America podcast, this podcast. That way you don't miss any of our podcasts. It comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you're interested in the audio only podcast you can go to anchor you go to apple podcast google podcast spotify and, and, and more and search good morning christian america uh, and it'll pop up just subscribe to it that way you get it you never miss it no matter what you're doing no matter where you're going you can also contribute to the conversation the national christian american conversation by going to our facebook page our parlor page 
our Twitter page and our Instagram page. So we're all over social media. There's no excuse not to be involved in the Christian American community. There's no excuse not to be involved in the Christian American community. We are here for Christian Americans, by Christian Americans, in support of Christian America. And I think we're the only podcast that will use that phrase and tell you that. But that's what we're dedicated to, making this, this country a more Christocentric country. And we do that by interacting, by speaking and listening, by teaching and mentoring, by supporting and encouraging, by inspiring one another. No matter who they are, no matter where you are, there is never a bad, never a bad time to spread the message of, of God, the revelation of His Scripture. This is so much more than any words that I can say. Scripture is the, it, it is just so much more. There's so much wisdom. It's not just knowledge, not just information, it's not just stories. There's wisdom in these books. There's wisdom in these texts. And that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday when we get together and focus on the family, we're going to talk about the gifts that God gives us on Friday. You don't want to miss that podcast. We're going to talk about the gifts that God gives us. How do we know? Because Scripture tells us so. Where does it tell us? We're going to tell you. If you tune into the podcast on Friday, until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Keep out. Keep doing good works. Keep spreading His message. Do not relent. Stand firm in your beliefs. Stand firm in our Judeo-Christian values. And until Friday, good morning, Christian America.